Hi, I'm Siggy, born and raised in St. Catharines, Ontario, and now living in the nation's capital of Ottawa. And I'm Jesse, born in Manila, Philippines, raised in Toronto, Canada, and schooled all over southwestern Ontario. You're listening to the Halo Halo podcast, a delicious mix of pop culture and the Filipino-Canadian life. Before we start our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the lands we're podcasting on. I'm podcasting from the traditional lands of the Huron-Wendat, the Seneca, and most recently, the Mississaugas of the Credit River. And I'm podcasting from the traditional, unceded territory of the Algonquin and Anishinaabeg people. Welcome to our Taste Test episode, where we sample something fresh from the pop culture buffet, and then we'll tell you what we think. And on this episode of the Taste Test, Siggy samples She-Hulk, now streaming on Disney+. Plus. So let's get right into it, Sigs. What did it taste like? Okay. I've talked about my Uncle Dan before works on airlines Mm. and stuff. He always travels around, has treats for me. In 2017, I had to look this up on my Instagram. My uncle Mm. gave me this chocolate treat called Filipinos. I remember. Do you, you remember that? that I think I, te- and I think I texted it to you. Totally. So yeah. It was made in Spain. He bought it in Portugal and gave me a couple of bars. It's dark chocolate covered little cookies. Yeah, right. I would describe this show like this. It was meta. I'm a Filipino eating a Filipino cookie. The crunchiness is like breaking <laughs> the fourth wall of sweet goodness. It was not for everyone, but it was a welcome taste in my house. Hmm, I loved this show and I really had to think of a really good a good analogy for food. I was like, oh my God, I ate Filipinos and it's very meta. (laughs) And it's very interesting because when I heard about She-Hulk, I was sort of puzzled because he's being pushed as a legal comedy. When you think of Mm. legal comedy, you think Ally McBeal or The Practice or Night Court, not a Marvel piece. Yeah. But I loved it. I know some people collectively weren't pleased by the CGI. I looked beyond it. I like the spin on it. I thought it was great. It's just something different and new. Okay, before I ask the next question, though, what was problematic about the CGI? Like, was it too... Apparently, a lot of people didn't like... The first episode had CGI in it. They didn't think it was good. They they compared it to Shrek. They didn't think it was really that sharp. I didn't really notice it. But, I mean, Mm. this is Disney+. Plus. It isn't like... Yeah. And I'm not belittling Disney Plus. I mean, like, they have cinematic movies on, right? So you want, like, the best right. and, and all that stuff. And yeah. people go to Twitter. Everyone's all, like, ready to, like, fry it. But I looked beyond it. I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, like, what is she called? Like, I mean, she's supposed to be big and green. Like, you think, you know. <laughs> Which is what she is, right? right? And, so. like, even the pilot wasn't supposed to be the pilot. That episode that aired as the pilot was, like, episode eight. Oh, interesting. And instead of, they wanted to bring the expository to the beginning. So, like, Mark Ruffalo right. wasn't supposed to be in the first episode but the first episode is how she became She-Hulk so they put that episode at the beginning with Mark Ruffalo Hmm, so they shot it like they had shot it and they moved it like no 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 we're gonna move this to the beginning like he wasn't supposed to come out till after so I didn't even think of it as a big deal but you know there's some people that are purists and they had to give their (laughs) input and you know that's what you get you're not gonna please everybody but this is a different concept we need a little bit of light it's been a heavy two years of pandemic I loved WandaVision on Disney Plus it was about grief and stuff which was great but for them to Let's do a comedy. This is a comedy. It is a legal comedy. That was it. I'm so glad that they did that then, right? Mm Because like what I've said in a previous warm-up, that it's always nice when you can kind of inject a little bit of comedy in the action. Now, Sigs, was it worth the pop culture calories? It sounds like it it was. It totally was. I mean, it was only nine episodes. It was a great diversion. It was fun to be part of the joke. All the inside winks to Marvel fans is to the ultimate fourth wall breaking in the finale. Like... (laughs) 
Mm. I mean, I'll lightly touch on, I won't give too many spoilers, but the fact of the matter is, the creators, Jessica Gao, who's one of the creators, they were like, we, they tried to do a cinematic, you know, Marvel finale. And Kevin Feige was like, no, do not do that. And they just totally tore down, broke the fourth wall into the sense of they literally had the Disney Plus menu and She-Hulk tore the fourth wall, (laughs) literally, and figuratively did that. And I didn't even, I'm like, am I, like, is this the show? Like, with (laughs) She-Hulk mugging to the camera, but that's canon. In the comics, she would tear through the comics and make comments about the writers and Mm. be like, hey, is this happening? Really? Is this, she's giving that little wink to the camera, literally winking to the camera. And I'm not going to spoil everything about the finale, but you see her take on the MCU, period. Like, the honcho of MCU. I'll leave it Ooh, at that. Interesting. I know, I know, interesting, I know. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Well, and sounding like it's staying true to the source material. Totally. Now, does it remind you of in the pop culture buffet? Did you ever hear of this cartoon called Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law? So it was no, like, I don't it was I a Hanna-Barbera and it was this Harvey Birdman who's like an attorney and he's taking on like Hanna-Barbera cases. Mm. Like he would deal with, <laughs> you know, it's very jokey, very comedic, like yeah. meets Deadpool because breaking the fourth wall meets Gorgeous yeah. Lady of Wrestling meets Night yes. Court. It was just wow. fun and light. Like there was like a case of the week, which I know you eat up that stuff. There's a case of the week. Yes, oh, I do. Right. And we, I totally do. we just talked in our full episode, like who cleans up the mess? Well, guess what? Legal right. has to clean up the mess. <laughs> right? So, so she and you have such a Wonderful. legal mind, you'd be like, well, yeah, that would be a problem. They take yes. those little, the fantasy, and they bring it into reality, right? So you may have someone from, where's Thor from again? Asgard. Uh, Asgard. You might have yeah. some, like, not so nice people from Asgard, like, using their powers for <laughs> bad, maybe posing as Megan the Stallion. I don't know. <laughs> and that's like the court case of the week. Like very oh funny. My gosh. Very funny. And you I gotta love a procedural. And it's that's great exactly that Marvel it. Cinematic yeah. Universe yeah. has taken on a procedural. procedural. That's what you that. love. You love it. What else did you appreciate about All it? All right. I got a major list here. Now, Tatiana Maslany, if you haven't seen her on Orphan Black, she has comedic chops. She was on mm-hmm. Parks and Recreation for a stint. And she's just wonderful. She mugs to the camera. She has fun. But I'll tell you something. When I keep on yeah. watching it, I don't think this role was intended for her. I think, really? you know, when they develop things, I think they were looking for an Alison Brie type from mm, Glow and from Community. Because I'm like, Alison Brie could have done this role. And I'm not knocking Tatiana. I like her. I love Alison Brie. I think she's a great actress. I think she would have fit in yeah. this role perfectly. Yeah. And let's talk about Filipino representation because it was there twice. Yes. Ginger Gonzaga is like the sidekick, the paralegal that works with Jen She-Hulk. And she's awesome. Like, she's super funny. She, they let her do quips and stuff. She's just a great bestie, having a hood of a time. Also, yeah. there is a romantic interest named Josh, who's played by a Filipino actor named Trevor. I follow him on Instagram after that because I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, you're Filipino, and he's, he's a romantic <laughs> lead. This is happening. This is MCU is doing representation for us Filipinos. That's right. And it's so just wonderful. not Lola and Jacob Batalin. But it was great. There were so many cameos upon cameos and guests. That was the other part yeah. of the week. And even, like, the creators were just saying, I know Twitter is going to be like it, but there's Wong from, like, Doctor Strange and there and you have daredevil 
from the yeah. Daredevil series who actually does a walk of shame and low-key yes. funny. There's an actor named Josh Segarra from the show The Other Two who's just this wonderful guy named Pug that's one of their workmates that's very charming. It's so funny to see Marvel go to a funny space outside of Deadpool. Like, I enjoy mm. this spin. I have to say two last things. Jessica Gao is one of the creators. She's the one that pitched Black Widow and she sort of put in She-Hulk in that yeah proposal. They're like, this is sort of about She-Hulk and she really wanted to be part of it. She's a creator. Yeah. She's worked with Dan Harmon and she does the show Ricky and Morty. Um, I need yeah. to dive into more. She's amazing. We'd be friends with her. She probably, if you, Jessica Gao, I doubt you'd listen to this, but we, us Filipino guys would love you to come on the podcast. We'd love to. She's yes. creative. She's very funny. She talks about why isn't there sex in the MCU? I don't see it. Let's bring it on here. Like <laughs> whether rumors about Captain America fucking or <laughs> Jen getting hers on with the daredevil, it was fantastic. Right. And finally, Wong bumps into this. We have this other character played by Patricia Guggenheim, Patty Guggenheim, named Madison. Mm. She's this, like, she plays drunk, but she's this person that gets caught up in the magic, and her name is Madison. Two N's, one Y, but not where you think. She made my year. They're in a little stinger. I wish they had her longer. She's in the end credits, and even She-Hulk knowledge. I hope there's fun end credits, and it's with her and Wong talking about drinking. She's like my guru. She's this smart, funny. They think she's a party girl, but she and Wong are besties. Kuya, you'll see it. You're like, I'm loving them. We could dress up as them. Mm. I think they would be great. I can't I say enough. I am so tempted to push this up <laughs> you my need to. Would you sample this again? I am very curious to see where they're going to go. And I, I think we'll talk offline about this because will yeah. they do season two? I don't know. She-Hulk is slated to go to another franchise. Mm, interesting. Like, because she had some dalliances with someone I had just mentioned. Mm-hmm. I will watch it again. It's very funny. Like, from Megan Thee Stallion, from Wongers, from Abomination... There's a lot of little great jokes in there, and it's it's super funny. Like it, the oh, the break so the fourth cool. wall is beyond great. I like all this winking and fourth wall stuff and meta stuff. Like how fantastic oh, is that? Oh yeah. Now. To whom would you recommend it? You know what? I'm loving Disney Plus series. I mean, I love my movies, but when we get mm-hmm. a weekly drop. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know what? And maybe I, I, I'm the cheese that stands alone or whatever. People were into, you know, Moon Knight and to Loki. But I like She-Hulk. I like a good comedy. I like a good sitcom. For Marvel to push this. No, this is a sitcom. It's yeah. doing lots of laughs. I'm yeah. in for it. So if you're into something to a laugh about. and a procedural. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, with touching with, with great actors and a lot of fun, why not? What's nine episodes? We'll take your time. Easy breezy, right? Beautiful. And it sounds like Cabral. lots of fun in the meantime. Beyond. I want you to text me as soon as you finish watching it because you'll love okay. it. Okay. Will do. It. All right. Well, that takes us to the end of our taste test. That's wonderful. I think I'm going to have to push this up on my queue. So, Sigs, take us out. Hey, folks, if you want us to sample something new or something that you think Jesse and I need to taste test, email us at holohollopopculture at gmail.com. The Holohollow Podcast is available where you can get all your podcasts. Rate us and leave a review. You can find us on Twitter at our handle is at holohollopop, and we're on Instagram at holohollopopculture. Finally, we receive editorial feedback from Mary Beth Badian. Our musical theme is by Chel Turingan, and we'll see all of you guys again real soon. See you soon.